Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I never share with you why I hate making predictions before the season when it comes to this particular franchise. No? All right, well, I'm going to do that today. Morning! Friday morning to you. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Your favorite baseball team is back in action. Tonight at PNC Park against the Marlins. Back home, too, after a long, long, ugly trip. And I don't say ugly from the record standpoint. They went 6-6, and and I thought they did well to do so, considering there were about 6,000 air miles, four cities involved, no days off, and the beginning of it was that doubleheader in Cincinnati. So I'm sure that all concerned will express feeling very rested and energetic and all else. And they'll do so with 39 wins on the ledger, pacing, obviously, to finish somewhere in the mid-70s. But they don't do that. And the reason that they don't do that, well, one of the reasons that they don't do that is that when the trade deadline passes, they are invariably a worse active roster than they were before. And I realize that this is kind of obvious. And to a degree, it's welcome. Because what you don't want is to trade, oh, I don't know, say three pretty good prospects to the Rays for Chris Archer and have everyone say, yay, the Pirates won the deadline. Look at the Pirates. Yes, look, they were the team that everybody was talking about. On MLB Network. This is awesome. I am so proud right now. (laughs) Come on. You were there. Admit it. You were exactly in that state of mind that day. But, But yeah, that's your wicked extreme alternative to getting worse at the trade deadline, meaning at the top level of the organization. So if the Pirates can trade Jose Quintana for real prospects, great. If they can trade Daniel Vogelback, for real prospects or prospect singular. Great. If they can do that with Jake Marisnik, that'd be fine too. And my goodness, if they can find anyone stupid enough to take Yoshi Tsutsugo or Josh Van Meter, awesome, man. We'll drive them wherever it is that they need to go. But if you hear what I'm saying and you go back to the 
notion of a preseason prediction, a record, a full season record that you forecast back in spring training, you can see how irrelevant it is because you're looking at a roster back then in February or March that you know has no chance of making it through the trade deadline without two, three, four of those people being dealt off. Now, in some cases, you'll be happy to see them go. If they're blocking, for example, a younger player right now who should be playing, you'll be delighted to see them go. But that won't be the case for most of these guys. It just won't. The Pirates will be a lesser team when Quintana is gone. The Pirates will be a lesser team when Vogelback isn't around to bash, and I mean bash, right-handed pitching. So, within all of that, what actually is a fair way to assess this type of team in the second half? Well, here we go again with that word, but it's progress. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Well, what constitutes progress? The Pirates can't be trusted to define that progress because they're just way too close to the situation, even if you actually trust them to do such a thing. So what is that progress? What does it look like? What should it look like? For me, at the very top of the list will be the continued maturation slash improvement of the starting rotation. Yes, I've been very tough on Oscar Marine. I will not apologize for that after the fact, because at the time that I was being tough on Marine, the team had garbage for starting pitching, and guys were only regressing under his watch, and this is his third season. So the fact that we've seen much better of late, in fact, the very best of late from Mitch Keller and JT Brubaker in particular, yes, here it is, cap tip to Oscar, as well as the two pitchers. Zach Thompson's been better. Now, Thompson hasn't been around as long, obviously, just having come to the Pirates in the Jacob Stallings trade, but he's had his moments this season where you kind of cringed a little bit and wondered what it was that they saw in him. He has definitely settled and found himself something of a groove, relying on more than just rearing back and firing a fastball. But I say all of that, and I'm omitting the single most important individual out of this whole scenario, and that's Rowanzi Contreras, which isn't to say that Mitch couldn't become the most important individual. But I don't think anyone would argue that Rowanzi is the one who has the highest ceiling. And Contreras has been himself for the most part. He hasn't exactly regressed in his time in the majors, but you'd like to see that make it the whole way through while also understanding and respecting that he's going to be held to an innings limit because of COVID ball in 2020 and everything else. 
this would be my number one. This would be the thing that if you saw the Pirates develop anything remotely resembling a steady, not even a spectacular or anything like that, a steady rotation, you would have gotten something very important out of the 2022 season, regardless of the team's overall record. The other thing I'd like to see from this second half is a lot less of these extremes for the hitters. And you know what I'm talking about when I say that, because we'll watch the Pirates one day run up, you know, a dozen runs, and it's it's like it's nothing, and you'll see steady contact, good, smart approaches, solid contact being made. Uh, and the same goes for pitches per plate appearance and everything else and getting the walks and everything else that you need to be doing in 2022. Even, as we saw in the month of June, a lot of home runs. Something nobody could have expected. Well, it doesn't always have to be a zillion runs or absolutely nothing or taking every game into the seventh inning trying to escape a no-hitter. And while I'm not a hitting coach, to say the least, I'd really like to see some emphasis on being aggressive at the plate because I'd like to see these kids especially learn how to hit. And I'm underlining in a very thick black line the word hit. It's wonderful that they can work deep into counts and get on base and everything else. That's a skill too. But you'd still like to see them be able to hit the ball, to feel the ball coming off the bat in an authoritative manner. That to me would be progress. So just those two things, that's all. <laughs> when we come back, J1Q. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And today's J1Q comes from JT Raymond, who says, DK, I listened to the Thursday Daily Shot of Pirates, and is it a coincidence or just bad luck that the Pirates' last two first-round picks are both on the minor league IL? This seems worrisome when it comes to player development. For anybody who doesn't know who JT's referring to specifically, Henry Davis has been on the IL. Nick Gonzalez has been on the IL. Very different issues. And JT generously didn't even mention that Quinn Priester was on the IL for a lot of this season, too, although he's back to pitching now in Altoona. Uh, injuries and waves of injuries or groups of injuries, I always, always, always see as a coincidence. Uh, anytime you see one team getting hit particularly hard, unless it's something really specific, such as a pitching elbow or a pitching shoulder, well, those obviously you can track more often than not to usage or excessive usage or even outright abuse. 
Now, out of the players that we're talking about, one is a catcher, one's a second baseman, and the third is a pitcher who's back and pitching just fine. But to find a commonality and then to attach the commonality to the fact that these are their best prospects, eh, you know, you'd have to do a lot better than that. You'd have to find a specific position, again, pitcher, and say, all right, well, it's Quinn Priester, but it's also this pitcher and that pitcher and this pitcher and that pitcher. Then you'd have a real issue and you could point to development and say, hey, what's going on? But Gonzalez, to single him out, has a heel injury. And it's something that hasn't, oh no, I was about to say that it hasn't healed well. I swear to you, I did not mean to do that on purpose. This really feels like I should just end the show here in shame, doesn't it? In fact, you know what? I think I will. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates and putting up with foul punnery such as this. We'll do it again Monday. 